tribes in the north. Ten tribes in the north will go with Jeroboam. Come on in there. Ten, two tribes in the south will go with Rehoboam. And David's line, though it, Israel and Judah had David's line at, on their throne, only Judah would David's line remain preeminent. So what do we see here? Taking the advice of the youth over, taking the advice of the expectation over the experience. Jeroboam, did he make a good decision or did he make a bad decision? Rehoboam, did he make a good decision or a bad decision? Pretty bad. Pretty bad decision. Unwise decision. He could have done better decision. Well, it's because he forsook the wisdom of those who've, like you said, the experience that they've had. And I like what you said about him divorcing the purpose mm-hmm. from the process, from the, method. the method that you use. So they, they're all fired up, like, we want to do something, but, okay, what are you protesting? You don't, you don't just show up outside of City Hall and, and yell and hold signs. And what, why are you there? You got to have a purpose first. You don't go there and then decide we'll have a purpose later on. You don't decide to be harsh for what? What do you you decide to be harsh for what? To get what accomplished? To cement fear in the people concerning you? The, The harsh work went into building the temple. There were a lot of people involved, not just people of Israel. There were people all over who were involved in that, and building the palace. All that took work. It took hard work. And everybody, when it was accomplished, rejoiced. But it was a lot of work that went into it. Have you even set a game plan, Rehoboam? That requires you to be harsh. I'm going to be a tough coach. I'm going to give them heck. You know, I'm going to... But you don't have any plays. (laughs) You're going to go in there, you're going to work them and work them. And, and the OTAs, boy, I'm telling you, they're going to be falling out and everything. They're going to be in condition. But when it's game time, y'all know what to do. No, no you got to have a plan. <laughs> you have to have something set up to where you can send people out and say, this is how we're going to do it. If it requires for you to go back into say, okay, all right, now you got to put your foot down, then do it then. Don't put your foot down before you have a, right. a, a path to go on. Or you'll end up with a line full of buff simpletons <laughs> just standing there, unable to decide what to do. But they buff. But they buff. They they're ready for work, but don't know what to do. And this is what the young, this is what the youth, this is what Rehoboam's generation, his compadres, his peers. This is how they thought. They saw the same Solomon that Rehoboam saw. Mm-hmm. They saw the same Solomon that. Solomon's old wise counselors saw. But what they didn't have, they didn't have the connection between the method and and the process. I like where you said what you said, the process and the purpose. Purpose. The purpose and the process. That's better. I like the alliteration of it. The purpose and the process is an Yeah, it just reminds me of you know how sometimes when people come of a, of age it's like, okay, it's your turn to take over. Okay, we're mm-hmm. going to take over. Yeah. You're all excited yeah. about taking over and don't realize. What are you going to do? 
Right. You know, just, you know, we are, we in power now. We're going to show you. Right. We're going to show you. You know, and a lot of times people get all hyped up and excited about now's my chance. But you don't have a plan as to what to do. Well, we're going to have some change. Okay. What are we changing to? What is the purpose? Or from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and as like you're saying about the purpose, you got to have purpose in what you're doing. It's not enough to just be excited. It's right. not enough to be in charge. You know, God is totally purpose. His purpose in everything he does and everything he doesn't do. Mm-hmm. It's purpose in it. And we, sometimes we just get, we just get excited about now I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way it seemed to me. Like, okay, one of our boys in there now. Okay, we're well, going to do it now. We're going to do it. What you going to do? No plan. No plan. Mm-hmm. We don't even know what it is a pronoun for. <laughs> right. <laughs> we it do without it. an You know what's what was different with this is the passing of the baton or the, the torch, so to speak. When David left the kingdom of Solomon, mm. look at all the preparation that yeah. was done. It was almost like David, at the end of his reign, knew exactly what needed to be done at this point, how everything needed to be set up, and he handed over to Solomon not only a kingdom that was poised and ready to work for him, but he gave him the plans too, and and the materials. It's like he gave him everything mm-hmm. going in, right? Because the purpose was already was set, yeah, yeah. because he was listening to the one who gave him purpose. Yeah. Solomon, now, Chronicles doesn't really go in. It's, it's almost like, okay, Solomon died. Now, Rehoboam's here. Right, right. And he's trying to decide what to do. Solomon imparted wisdom. He, he wrote a lot of wisdom about decisions that you make personally. Mm-hmm. But as far as laying out a plan, we don't get the same type of handing down of a plan exactly, yeah. that he received from David. Right. Right, and we don't we don't find that recorded here. Mm-hmm. So whereas, so if we look at the look at the cycle in the lives of these three kings, David starts off amazing. I mean, as a shepherd boy, mm-hmm. his his life, his commitment, his heart, his birth, he starts off way up there with God. Then he becomes king and everything, and he kind of becomes a warrior. Then things go down. They go pretty far down. But then it comes back up. Mm-hmm. And even as David comes up, he, he wavers here and there in certain things, but it's not like a pattern of behavior, right. like a, a way of life or a lifestyle for him. Mm-hmm. His lifestyle is to become right with God when he's not. When he sees it, when he knows that he's not right, his whole thing, he always tries to, he, every instance, even with Uriah, he always tries to get back right with God. So David's legacy is like that. Solomon's legacy, he starts off really good. He's wise. I mean, he, he starts way up there. And then he just keeps going up, but then he kind of plateaus. Because by the time of the Queen of Sheba, he's known throughout the, the, whole, the whole region. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows. Everyone wants to be around him. Yeah. People are coming to him. They're, um, they're making treaties with him. But then Solomon starts doing something different. He uses the wisdom that God has given him. And he does a very human thing. He forgets to trust in the giver and begins to trust in the gift. Right. 
God gave mm -hmm. him the gift of wisdom. The true use of wisdom is its power is in when it's directed by God. Right. Because God will show you which way to go, and then your wisdom will open up all these possibilities of where God is showing you. Hey, Solomon, I want you to go over there. There's something over there uh, for you. And as you approach over there, it's just the wisdom is just opening up. Oh, God wants me to. Okay, he said he wants me to. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And then the wisdom, the power and the wisdom is connected to your submission to God. Yeah, in the submission of God. But the, yeah, the power of the wisdom, though, is in the submission to God. Yeah, that's what you said. But if you just trust in the wisdom, you can do the things that you want want to do. There's something important about what you said in there. Uh -huh. It's the, the wisdom being a director. When I mean, being directed by God. Right. And bringing it back from David to Solomon, Solomon to Rehoboam. Mm -hmm. When he sought counsel, who mentioned God anywhere? Are you talking about uh, Rehoboam? Rehoboam? Mm -hmm. Nowhere. Nowhere. No. The, the, what, the wisdom of the counselors who've known Solomon and everything, maybe they forgot how he started off. Maybe they were just thinking in terms of the latter years where he trusted in what gift God had given them, but they don't true, even really true. mention that. Mm -hmm. They're talking about what you do um, in terms of relationship to the people because then it becomes not a position where God has granted you this position, but this is just something that you're handed down. You're going to get it anyway because of what bloodline you're from. So, you know, you're going to always have this. So, you know, do it this way. And then the young people, they didn't mention God in that. They're saying, they're talking about the the um, way they the people were treated. It was all about the king and the people. Where does God fit in? In that mm -hmm. equation. And that's where and it's even almost from. About 30 centuries later, we're looking back on what, what's going on here. And even we can see the wisdom in what the old people were saying. Yeah. And to a point, you can see the wisdom in what the young people are saying. If, if that's the kind of ruler you want to be. But you got to have what it takes to back it up. Right. If you're going to be a tyrant, there are tyrants in the world. And some of them are successful at being a tyrant because they have what it takes to back it up. Mm -hmm. Rehoboam didn't have what it took to be a tyrant. He didn't have the arms. He didn't have the courage. He didn't have the, the, the power in him. But he also didn't have the heart to do what the older men would say. Mm -hmm. Or he would have done wisdom. that too. Or that the wisdom. That he should have prayed for. Them. So as we see Solomon, we saw David and how he, everything directed by God. <clears throat> he found himself out of God's will. He always tried to turn back to where is God? Lord, where are you? Hide not thy face from me, creating me a clean heart. Yeah. Everything he can do. So David wants to get back to God. Solomon receives the wisdom of God. And as the wisdom is submitted to God, he's doing all this good stuff. Even to the point the temple's built. We saw the dedication and everything. Fire comes down from God to the altar and everything, God is answering prayers of Solomon, okay, mm -hmm. with fire from heaven, okay? But by the end of his life, that's not where he was. No. He stopped trusting the wood. He stopped submitting the gift that God gave him to God and just started following the gift. Yeah. And that gift caused him to do wise things. But it was, how, how to say in James, there is there is a wisdom that is, 
of the earth. It's sensual. Right. It's 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 that means connected to your senses. Yeah. What you can see, hear, taste, yeah. touch, what you can think. We forget that your thoughts are not just spiritual. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts in your brain are of this earth. Mm -hmm. All right. God has to give you a mind to see spiritual things. Don't mean they're not there. Mm -hmm. You just don't see them. Mm -hmm. Just like a blind person can't see the world around them. The world is there. Right. They just can't see it. So then Solomon's gift is blinded because Solomon has not has no longer submitted it to God. And so he makes treaties with the kings and the nations around him. He marries the daughters of these rulers. And the Bible says that the women, turn, his wives turned his heart away from God. It's not that Solomon started off wrong or that he wanted to do evil. He was doing what was wise by the wisdom that he submitted to. And so by the time his kingdom ends, he says, I've hated my life. My goodness, all life is is vexation. That's all. It's just, it's, it's, it's annoyance. It's things to confuse you and make you angry. And when it's time for him to, to pass down the kingdom, that's what he has to pass down. Where's the purpose in that? It's just like you were saying with, with, with Solomon. I mean, with, with uh, uh, well, Solomon, when he first started out, the wisdom he asked for from God, so he mm -hmm. was focused on it. He mm -hmm. received it from God, and he had that connection. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting that when he passed it down, not only did he... Uh, as you say, start, start trusting the gift. Mm -hmm. And the gift was like him. Mm -hmm. So the people around him saw it as him. They saw it as him. Yes, seeing, yeah, uh, yeah, they're not seeing. They're not seeing uh, God giving him the wisdom to lead and, and do this. And they're seeing him. Because his, he took his uh, eyes off of God. The people took their eyes off of God. Because they're looking at the wisdom as coming from Solomon. 